Welcome to the For Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. Mm-hmm. I'm here with Llama. I love to call my guest my co-host because you're like yeah, on the what, show with me. Is. Like yeah. let's like we're together on this. Um, and you're from Views of an Ex, the podcast, and I really mm-hmm. want to talk to you today because I feel like your show, after like really doing a deep dive, is like therapy within itself. It is, and of course. My show talks about mental health so much, and I feel like therapy can come in, like, many different forms. It mm-hmm. does not have to be with you sitting down, talking to a therapist. It can be just, like, listening in on conversations of people who have gone through similar things mm-hmm. as you. And I just love how candid, how raw, how funny, yep. how, like, just vulnerable, insane, random. Like yes, the, all your, the time. Yeah, like, your show is. It's like yes. a chronicles. It's like you're listening in on someone's, like, deepest life, but in, like, the best way. And it's also, like has a super like healing aspect to it as well. Mm -hmm. So that's why I wanted to talk to you today because I just feel like it is a form of therapy. And just Mm -hmm. talk about like the psychology of an ex. Like that's what I think the name of the pod will be. Um, So I'm gonna talk about like first how we even met. Um, yeah. Both fans of Poor Minds. Shout out to Poor Minds. Shout out to Dre and Lex. Literally fans of Poor Minds. Uh, It was their live show. And, in New York. Yeah. Yep. And it was like my birthday weekend and I hear them and I was so geeked just to go to the show. I'm like, yes, I can't wait. Love, <laughs> like, I love that show. My, yes. like, I think it's my favorite podcast. I would really? say that it is yes. my favorite podcast. Um, And I'm, I'm from Texas. And literally, I was just in the crowd, mind my business, yes, yes. drinking my drink. And I hear them say, oh, we have a special guest yeah. today. And I don't think it's going to be like Joe Budden or some shit. <laughs> I'm like, we're in New York. It's going to be like, you know, Remy Ma, I don't know. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Somebody like not me. And they're like, oh, Penny, whatever. And then they have this sweet message for me and yeah. I was just so my heart was so, I was geeked off I was like that is so sweet and so amazing yeah um and then you DM me afterwards and I just love people who just like reach out and just are just like mm-hmm. I feel like these days people aren't like as like friendly or just as like warm you mm-hmm. know and mm-hmm. we've been chopping it up ever since yes um so yeah and you had them on your show right yes both of okay, them tell I, re- us about I that randomly reached out to Lex because she's frequent on on Twitter mm-hmm. and I see that she talks to all the people that listen to the podcast so I was like you know what? I'm going to Atlanta. I want her on a podcast. So I DM'd her. She answered quick. Yeah. She was like, that sounds like a good idea. I, I love it. And then from there, I went to Atlanta. It was hard to book studios, but I finally found one. Mm-hmm. Hole in the wall. And she pulled up, did the episode. She loved it. And was like, I think you should get Dre on. Yeah. Called her. And she was like, yo, this is a dope podcast. Come and tell your story. Mm-hmm. Now, when Dre did hers, it was a lot of editing I had to do. Because mm-hmm. who she dealt with, he was like, Big time guy. Mm-hmm. And her birthday was coming up. So she was like, he going to buy me a bag. So we got to edit some <laughs> stuff out. Like, let's, <laughs> let's take this out. I'm weak. Yes. And literally it's crazy because like me being an avid listener, like I I learned stuff about both of them mm-hmm. on your show that I never heard yes. like on their yes. show. So that's a good thing about your podcast is like people will come on there and mm-hmm. share things that they've never really exactly. shared before. Yes. So you bring that part like out of them. So shout out to Drea and Lex. Um, mm-hmm. And another thing I want to mention is I think, well, if, if the people listened to the podcast before my show, my last episode was pretty sad. I was going through a bunch of like yes. a bunch of shit. And I think that I was just having like a weird like past like two weeks mm-hmm. before Thanksgiving. And you literally re- like reached out and was like, who's making you sad? And just like, I gotta listen me, to this. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you gave me words of encouragement and you mentioned you were like, you sound like me in your 30s. And I was like, okay, like in my mind, I was like, mm-hmm, I'll ask him about this on the pod. Early 30s. Like, early 30s. I'm in my mid 30s. So, yeah, so I was like, what do you Same mean by age. that? Like, I what, like, um, I guess, before we get into, like, well, first of all, 
I'm like, should we get into who you are first? So let's get into yes. like more about you first okay. and then we'll get into all that stuff. So we'll do a little backtrack. Let me know outside of um, being the host for the podcast. Like, who are you? Um, what do you do? What do you love? Where are you from? I love music. So my name is Lama. Uh, Lemaine, if it's my full name, from Harlem, New York. Grew up everywhere. Uh, went to high school in Queens. Played football. Um, I always loved music. So I got into DJing. I was producing first. Got into DJing and was, did that for a while. Right. So I, I, I know I do a lot of things. Right. Like like a, a polymath, like a, a yes. multi-hyphenate. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So mm-hmm. that's that's me. And people I always try to help people too. So right. if somebody's starting a podcast, I will give them the whole rundown. Yeah. If, if anything. So back to you said that I sounded you wait, I sounded like you in your early thirties. Yes. What do you mean by that? Like what were you going through in your early thirties? Um But if it's about an ex, don't say it. No, we're talk no, about later. Okay. No. I just thought I had my life all figured out by twenty eight. I thought okay. I'd have a family, I thought I'd be making a lot of money, all types of stuff by twenty eight. Then after 28, things were spiraling. So when I turned third, like my whole journey changed because of certain situations in the ex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Changed my whole journey. And when I got to 30, I thought I had life figured out. And I was like, all right. And then at your age, 32, right? 31. 31. Mm-hmm. 30, yeah, right at that time. 31. <laughs> that's when I went through my breakup and life wasn't going as planned. So I thought I would be married and kids, all that stuff. And took a whole whirlwind and I was heartbroken and going through just craziness. And I was comparing myself to others. You just felt like you weren't where you were supposed to be yes. in your life. Looking at my friends online and looking at people. Especially the creative and, it, and like how you said, I'm a, a jack of all trades, master mm-hmm. of none. Sometimes you feel like that's kind of crippling to you because you're like, damn, I, I just wish I liked one thing. I just wish yes. I just stuck to one thing. I've been going yes. through that as well. I'm like, what if I would have just stuck to just being a journalist or stuck yes. to just yes. being in medical school, like, where would my life be right now? But there's, like, beauty in, like, being, you know, how we are, yes. honestly. Yeah. And being online, it doesn't help because you're At seeing all. everybody's highlights. At that time, I didn't get it. I'm like, damn, everybody's doing good. Everybody got money. But it's not coming on to me that everybody's just showing the highlights of their life. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going through. But to me, it was like, damn, I'm not doing good. Look yeah. at this person going on trips. Look at this person wearing designer stuff and eating at fancy restaurants. And I was comparing myself a lot. Right. And then one especially day. Especially as a man. As a yes. man. And especially as a good man, you want to, like, provide and do, you yes, know, all the yes. things. And you, if you weren't able to, yeah. And looking back, I was like, I'm on my own journey. Why am I comparing myself to these people? Yeah. And then it was one situation where I knew the person. But they page looked like, look fire. But in real life. They wasn't that. Homeless. Couch oh, surfing. Not homeless. Yeah, yeah they have a nice like car, that. but live on a twin bed. out. I'm like, all right, yeah, so the internet is fake, kind of. Yeah, and I think everything <laughs> is also about, like, perception, because, like, after that week that I had, which y'all heard about it, and I really hadn't had, like, a week like that in a while. It just, I don't know, everything just got got to me. And then I kind of came out of it mm-hmm. and started to, like, my perception just kind of changed. I was like, okay, like, you stopped doing this because of this. Like, every, it was just, like, I started to think about all of the good things and, like, why I am in my position mm-hmm. because I chose a different, like, route. And... Things just start to like make more sense and add yes. up. And I'm like, my journey isn't over. And there's gonna be like downtimes yep, in your yep, journey. And yep. it's probably not even really truly a downtime just because, like you said, I'm comparing myself to others. Yes. I've had like so many highlights. It's like it's not a downtime. It's right. just, you know, you, it's just the way that life goes, That's how it goes. You know? For example, I used to do music mm-hmm. and I had an artist who was like very talented. And I put all my eggs in that one basket. 
thinking like, oh, this this guy's gonna make us millions. He's like, I would drink, and things did not work out. Yeah, and that I took a whole like left turn. I'm like, all right, that didn't work out. Oh, because y- y'all two were supposed we had, to go up together. It was a whole group of people. You were right? a producer. Yes. Okay. Yeah, producer, you are manager, but, yeah. all of that stuff, and the artist didn't take off. So it was like, damn, we put all the eggs in that in that basket. What are we gonna do now? Mm-hmm. And I was sad for a while because I'm like, damn, music was was it, and life didn't turn out as yeah. planned. So yeah, it's a pivot. It, yeah, when that happens, it, it could be depre- depressing. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I think that that's like 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 that's just what was meant to happen yes. in your life. You know what exactly. I mean? Like everything yes. happens how it's supposed to happen. But which, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be on this journey. Yeah. You wouldn't have this podcast yes. that's like helping so many people yes. and it's going to continue to grow. It's mm-hmm. like already like growing it. So that makes so much sense. Yes. Yes. So before we get into like the nitty gritty of things, we always tap in with our listeners first with mm-hmm. our listener letters. I do mine in the beginning, not the end, really? like most pods. All right. Yeah. All right. Just to like spice it up. Yes. So I'm going to read it and we're going to give our girls some advice. So um, <laughs> girls and boys, actually, and non-binaries, all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, of course, you guys know, if you ever need advice, email me, Penny nasty at gmail.com or DM me. I always say I don't know shit, but like I can help you from yes. what I know in my life. But I'm not a advice guru, not a therapist yet, but I can help <laughs> you from what I know. So, dear Penny, I have been friends with a guy for about four years. We have been really good friends, even throughout even throughout both of our own relationships. He's had a girlfriend for a while, and I've had different boyfriends and situations, but we've always just been cool. Mm-hmm. He was a serial cheater most of his life, and he would share a lot of his life with me and ask me for advice. From my point of view, he was really trying to heal, and it seemed like he was just not in any in, in any relationships that served him or made sense for him. Years later, we are both single now and we are finding ourselves hanging out more and it's really a vibe that it's it's really a vibe that has been brewing. He's so cool and we know everything about each other. We're really like best friends. He's even gone to therapy to figure out what to figure out his doggish ways. Should I should I proceed? I feel like I will always question if he's cheating, but I truly trust him. And we have really, really good, uh, really, really good, solid communication. What do you think I should do about this? Mm. I think she should should, should do it. Why? I, as a man, okay, because she knows everything about him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he will cross the line with her. Because because they're really friends, yes, yes. right? Like he, so so she, you think that he would like say something first if he's trying to I think like the date trust is there. So mm. they've been they've been four years. That's a lot of building, mm-hmm. and they, I think. With the personal stuff that he, he's been telling her, she can like she understands who he is as a person, right? And with guys, if we really like a person, we ain't gonna mess that up. Yeah. So I I don't think in his past he probably liked those girls. Yeah, so it was he, just like a, a yeah yeah temporary. I think thing. the same thing because if like she said that the the communication was really strong. I think mm-hmm. communication is like it's a key. that's that's really yes. is key. I think that if you guys have always talked about you know what he was doing in the past, mm-hmm. I would like put that into this relationship. And I feel like. People tend to not want to speak about if, if you know, like, like, let's say like you're out and you see someone cute. Like if you're not mm-hmm. in a relationship, I think it's OK to say, hey, I met someone tonight. Yes. I'm kind of like inter- interested in them, but I'm not sure. Like, you know, like it's OK to like express that with someone who's like on the if y'all, you know, if you're all on yes, the yes. same page. Yes. 
Um, so do all of that. Get all that out though before y'all actually are together. But just like communicate. Yes. And say and also my fault. Mm-hmm. For her. Go ahead. No, yeah. I also believe friends make the best relationships. Because, no, yeah. Because they was friends for this long, mm-hmm. I think things will turn out good. Mm-hmm. But if he's a dog and still a dog, yeah. Yeah, he's he, then he's he, in therapy he, to fix it. <laughs> I mean, it must be severe. <laughs> but if he messed that up, he's just dumb. Right. So at that I point, th- it's just like all yeah, right. But, but you should, think it's worth a try. Yes, I think, I think she so take too. Because I think also it's like it could be a timing thing as to why like him and the other girls, you know, didn't work out. Mm-hmm. It could be like they really just weren't the right girls for him. And yeah, I think that it's worth a try, especially if you mm-hmm. really do feel like you guys are there for each other. And yeah. then if anyone knows him, you do. You can be patient yeah. with him. Yeah. You know what it looks like when he's cheating. Like, you know yeah. all the things. So we, we're not that. Some guys are not that hard to, yeah. to figure out. It's just he's been telling you what it is. Yeah. And if every time he cheated, it was similar with, with every girl he's been with. Mm-hmm. She she might be the change. Yeah. Because she knows him is in and out. Mm-hmm. Okay, sister. So I, I think so. I think I think so too. Because I'm and I'm really here mm-hmm. for the friendship thing. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm really yes, here for. Yes, and it's really big. all about like communicate. Like. Don't be yes. scared. You know who's really, who's really, I love this. Uh, do you know Shannon Boudram? Shan Booty? Yeah, Shan Booty. I and like, you say it like that. Yeah, Shan, <laughs> yeah. Her, yeah, running. Shan Booty and her husband, um, Jared Brady, they had a, they had a thing to where it's like, okay, like we're together. It, they it's called a it life, open. Was it life partners or something yeah, like that? Yeah, but like, they're like, we're together. But if you ever, ever feel like you have any type of urge or feeling or anything towards someone else, like, just let me know. And it's like, I love you so much that I want you to explore that and then see if that, mm-hmm. you know, and then if not, come, you know, like, like we can the, talk about I that. like their relationship because it's about happiness. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's the life part. Yeah. Thing. So whatever fulfills your happiness, they do. They, they go exactly. about it. Exactly. So I remember one time I was listening to him when she was pregnant and she's like, she doesn't feel sexy. She didn't want to have sex with him. And she got him. To, I mean, she told him to get somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what kind of open? It opened my eyes to something different. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, that's that's open, mm-hmm. open. And it's almost like a, also like a, that's a, I don't, I don't want to use the word manipulation, but it's a psychological thing. Cause it's like, I feel, feel like a lot of men cheat just because like they feel like they can't. It's yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Or people just like do want to do things because they just, it feels like mm-hmm. the, like they're not supposed to be doing it. But it's yeah. like, if someone's like, okay, well, go ahead and see if that's what you want. But it's like, if me and you have built something that strong, mm-hmm. you're not going to leave me just off this random yes. person that you had the urge. Yeah. To, you're not going to go there and be like, actually, nah, let me go back home. Right, right. It's like, go see. Right. I'm kind of, I kind of like it. It's really unorthodox. So I'm kind of like, mm, it's different. It's different. Yeah. Not to say that I would do it. Don't nobody get no ideas. <laughs> nobody get no ideas. But I feel like I understand it. I understand. And yeah, it's very mature. It's you know, in my, I had a, a chick I was dating, and we was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was open to it, and I was like, I don't know if I get down with another dude messing with you. Yeah, that's, but I don't know about that. But like, I feel like that really happens. Like, girls just aren't like that. For the, yeah. from, I mean, from my, from what I see, girls yeah, yeah, just yeah. aren't don't really step out like that unless they are cheating back. <laughs> <laughs> if you cheating back, yeah. then yeah, yeah. Yeah. But okay, so yeah, well, so we're saying that maybe, yeah, you should see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so before we get into anything X related, I would really love the people to get to know like more about you as a person and just like like your view on love and stuff. So do you have like a favorite love story or relationship that you look up to in any way? It could mm. be in real life, could be a celebrity, could be on TV. 
I know you always say mm. in your um, show that like R and B taught you how to love. Yeah, well, so the it could even be a song yes. or a movie. Like, oh, um, dang! I have a friend. Okay. Who waited? It was a, it's a different type of relationship. So he played in the NFL, and him and his wife were college. They 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 found each other in college. When he became an NFL player, he waited to have sex with her the whole most of his career. Mm. When she was ready until they got married. And that, and then how that they, they foundation is built, I, I love it. Wow. Because it's strictly like they 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 know how to communicate, they raise their they family right, and there's all respect there. So they didn't have sex until, at all, like at not all. even with other people. Nope. Like they Nothing. did until when? They got married. They oh, they kids. literally did yep. the thing, like it was, the, the they Christian were together thing, for a while. the Christian way. Yeah. Is it was it because of Christian values? Yes, yes. Oh wow! And he played in the NFL, so he has access to everything. Yeah, all the hoes. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> even when she came to the games, they'll be at separate hotels. He'll get her, her own room, and they don't sleep together. It was, it was. I love that. Yeah. So, like, what made him make that? Well, had he always been that no, way? No. Okay, he no. he he been outside before. Yeah. So okay. when she came into the picture, she. Uh, told her her values and, and how she valued life and how she seen things and he respected it and went about his way. I was okay. like, all right, this is this is interesting because that's wow. coming from you. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And we always hear about like you know people like waiting till marriage, but people mm-hmm. are saying like they don't know if it works. And it's like you don't know what that thing exactly. do because it's exactly. like how are we supposed to know what it's really hidden for if we're not <laughs> gonna do? You know, people always talk about that, but yes. I really think that that works too for for certain people because mm-hmm. you really get to build like intimacy in different yes. ways. Yes. That I, that actually like stand the test of time. So they had to get to know each other fully before even before sex is, before sex is involved. Yeah, and I was I respect that because in my dating life now, I think I want to go that route. Mm-hmm. Like try to get to know the person before sex is involved. Yeah, I don't know if I go that many years, yeah. but but at least until route, like yeah. y'all are together for yes. a while or yes. in a real relationship, yes. just not so fast because it does it clouds it clouds things. a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. people so. want to. I mean, I think that some people can be like detached from sex and be sexually mm-hmm. li- liberated, but a lot of us aren't yes. aren't there yet, yes. and we can't li- keep lying to ourselves and acting like mm-hmm. sex ain't nothing. Like yeah. it is an, an entire an energy exchange. Yeah, yeah. So, and then that's what brings people back. Sometimes you know it's wrong, yeah. but like, oh, the sex like, is so good. Yeah. Let me stay in. Or just like the intimacy, just being like connected to somebody. Yes. Like it just feels good. Like humans thrive off of like connection yes. and that touch so exactly. yeah that make okay i love that that that's mm-hmm. not what i expected you to say yeah that example was like all right yeah it showed me something different different maybe i should approach it this way mm-hmm. and we I talk all that. the time he listens to my podcast he'd be like i can't believe people go through that yeah <laughs> like, i'm gonna stay married right. <laughs> yeah, yeah i love it um <laughs> so i love the concept behind your show um and i know that this started due to your own personal heartbreak mm-hmm. story can you tell us more about that um, I messed up. <laughs> I did my own episode. It's episode 100. Okay. And I talked about the ex I thought I was going to marry. Everything. Everything was mm-hmm. right. It was perfect. But I still had inner demons that I had to fight. And it came out in that relationship where I made a, a big mistake. Like cheating? No, I didn't cheat. It's just um, I made a decision. It was like a, I had this thing where if you hurt me, I got to hurt you back type of thing. Okay. Mindset. Like vindictive? And, a tip for tat. It was like a tip for tat okay. type of thing. So she did something, and I felt like I needed to get back. And my get back was bad. It was, it was bad, and um, it led to the breakup. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I can't get this girl back. I tried to get her back and nothing was working. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to ask people how they went through their breakups and started the podcast. Mm-hmm. So when you say like you just knew that you would marry her, do you believe that there's like such thing as like wifey type or like, yeah, what was it that you, okay, <laughs> like, look, and for the girls and just for people, period, like, what do you see as such? I love to like know, like, what does that look like for, I feel like it's different for everyone, mm-hmm. but like, what did that look like for you? She understood me. And we, mm. we share the same interests. I love that. I love that you said that, like, oh, she cooks, she cleans, she, you no, know, like, all the me. stupid, like, stuff. But you said something that was real. Like, yeah, she understood me. Okay. Like, we, as soon as we met, it was like, that I, we knew each other since high school, but we never got that close. And then we reconnected and we started going on dates. And it was like, we started talking more. And she understood who I was as a person. And I understood who she was as a person. And we both was, like, similar. Mm-hmm. And we meshed well. Um, like everything was just perfect. Like jokes, we we had the same sense of humor, same taste in music. Um, how we communicate was the same. Like everything was like perfect. Yeah. How we dress, everything was perfect. And I just knew like that was the one, and that was it. She said the same thing. Just, if I didn't mess up, we probably would have been mm-hmm. still together. Mm-hmm. So afterwards, did you just have like a whole phase? Like what no, happened? Like I how did you sad. turn I, it? Yeah. Like, I feel like some men have that one heartbreak that either turns them into like a better man or turns them into like oh, a straight. No, no. Like, I had a rebound. <laughs> no, it was a rebound. A rebound okay. thing. So I met a girl right after and she went through a breakup. I was going through a breakup. So it was like we were sharing that common interest and then we just you know we was both sad with each other mm-hmm. oh so you had like that person to just yes so how did that end oh i can't can't say what you mean <laughs> i'll tell you off camera okay that, <laughs> let me yeah, know that in my head that i uh, yeah that's a whole episode too oh okay you have it on your pod <laughs> no not yet it's still still it's still yeah. not ready yeah what what when was this what well, has to be before your pod it was started 2022 it ended oh, okay January so this okay no, not wow. January, like April. I would say April 2022. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, like, do you have, like, an early, like, what shaped the way that you view, like, love and dating? Like, was Which, it your parents? Was it, like, mm-hmm. do you remember anything? Like Or, like, your earliest memory of, like, seeing? My aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. I thought it was real love as a kid. When I became an adult, it's something, it was something totally different. Mm-hmm. But that was my first look at, like, all right, they got married. They have a dope house. They she cooks. She's like the typical like wife back in the day. She cooked, cleaned, everything like that. He went to work, and it was just like a TV show type of relationship. He was like Martin to me, and she yeah. was like Gina. Yeah, and that was my first. That was like what yeah. you saw. And you're like, yeah, yeah, like I want this. This is mm-hmm. what like I see for myself. But then as an adult, of, yeah, it was like Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> <laughs> like they were, or what? You, yeah. Oh, it, it wasn't changed. real. It wasn't oh, real. Oh, right. So that was my first look at something I thought was real, but then. Yeah. And uh, my condolences to you for your mom. Like, your mom passed away. Yes. Like, how do you think that that, like, impacts the way that you relate to women? Mm. My, my situation so is all. weird. My situation is weird. So, I wasn't with my mom for a long time. So, she was on drugs when, when mm-hmm. I was born. I was taken away as a kid, and my aunt took me in. So she was like my mom. My aunt the was like aunt, my mom. The Martin and Gina. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Gina. The okay. other aunt. My, okay. my father. The Martin and Gina is my mother's sister. Okay. The one that took me in is my father's sister. So she took me in, and she was like my mom for like the first six years of my life. And then I had only like four or five years with my mom, real mom, and it wasn't, I, I didn't really know her like that. Mm-hmm. So 
what I seen with that one was like a lot of abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, the man that she was with, it always argued and fight for it. She used to pick knives up and cut them. And mm. It was bad. So mm-hmm. I knew I didn't want that. Yeah. So that, that I didn't want, I wanted to be better than him because mm-hmm. he had bullshit jobs. He wasn't bringing no money. And he was like mooching off my mother. Right. So I knew I didn't want to be that type of guy. Yeah. So that was that. Um, my brother, my, uh, I hope you don't like, hear this. My mm-hmm. brother too wasn't good examples. Yeah. So like the men on my mother's side, all are like the same. It's like right. they mooch off a woman. Mm-hmm. Me, I, I, I never mm-hmm. wanted to be that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about it in a sense of like, you know, like like how they say like a, a girl's first love is their father. Yes, yes. And they say like a, a guy's first love is their mother. Yes. So I'm thinking about it in that sense of like you had a mother figure that was your aunt. So yeah. you at least had like a figure who mm-hmm. you could like. Yes. Yeah. But with her, it was different too. She didn't really have love in her life. All right. My godfather, who I used to call uncle, mm-hmm. they was together. But it was uh, it was a funny thing because he was she was like the side chick to, okay. to him. Uh-huh. But it it was like real love there. But how she was as a woman, she showed me real love. Mm-hmm. Like I knew what love felt like because of her. Mm-hmm. So calling, like she would call me, check up on me, all of that type of stuff. Cook for me, like oh, we gotta come over for dinner. Mm-hmm. She showed that. She showed the yeah, yes, yes. I see what you mean. So yeah, when I look for a woman, I want that type of feel. Like yeah, that's what she I mean. appreciates me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and that. like it's, it's, and it's like looking out for you, like cares yes, about yes, like your well being yes, yes, type stuff, yes. like real shit. Yeah, so like your aunt shows you real love. So we're gonna go back into the breakup. So after your breakup. I heard you talk about the thing of like no contact. Like, how did you oh. <laughs> like heal from that? And like, what did it teach you about? Like, like uh, I guess like did you? It's it's probably done cool. for. Yeah. yeah. Um, like your personal development, like your self discovery. Like, what did you learn after? But first, like, tell us about the whole no contact thing and like how did I that go? That, all right. So when I and was yeah, I whenever I go whenever I had a really bad breakup, yeah. I literally. Like, was like, how, like, what do I do to get this nigga back? You want, and, you want them back? Well, it wasn't even a breakup. It was like a situationship, actually. Yeah. All, right, all, right, all my right, actual all right. real breakups, I did not want them back. But all it was a person right. that I never got to actually be with that I was like, ah. And okay. I learned about the no contact thing. Yes. And I hear you, you talk about it all the time. So I'm yeah, to know, it, like, wor- it works, but it didn't work for that, that okay. situation because okay. I messed up in the beginning. So the no contact rule worked after, like... Mm-hmm. Okay, explain to us what the no contact rule so is. So they, they tell you, like, 21 days, like... Mm-hmm. So it's, it, they said three weeks or something becomes a habit, right? So mm-hmm. once I got into, like, that habit, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I don't feel anything anymore. Yeah. But then that person would reach out and be like, all right, why are you not contacting me? Like, right. what's up? Like, everything Okay. And it oh, it worked. You don't know what you have until it's gone. Yes, yes. But it really has to be yes, gone. So yeah. in order for you to show them that it's gone, you really got to be yeah, not talking to them not for twenty one days. Page and, and then they start to realize, wait, they're good without me. And then psychologically, yes, something turns in yes, their brain, yes. and they're kind of like, hold on, like I broke up with you. Like why aren't you <laughs> on me? And then they, that's how it ends the yes. Then I always wonder, like, is that manipulation or is that? maturity and being like, you know what? You broke up with me, so I'm not going to talk to you. Not for 21 days, manip- but just because... It's, 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 a kind, it's kind of a manipulation yeah. trick. Yeah. But it depends on the person as well. Yeah. If they're weak-minded, then it will get them. Mm-hmm. But this girl was stern. Like, I mean, like, because I messed up and our family was involved, 
she was like, yeah, I can't, nothing's going to work. Yeah. Yeah, so. Have you ever told, like, what you messed up and what you did? Yeah. In, on the show? I, I said everything, yeah. Okay, on, on so y'all got to listen to the show. Episode 100, yeah, I if, said everything. On ep- episode 100, to hear, I, I'm going to hear 50, too. People was like, um, it's not your fault. Like, the mother was involved and things were brewing to be that way anyway. Yeah. So, okay. like, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. But I messed up. It was mm-hmm. bad. Like, uh, but everything happens for a reason. So mm-hmm. what would you say that relationship, like, how did it impact your personal development and self-discovery? Because you're here now yes. with an amazing show that would not have happened if mm-hmm. y'all didn't break up and I can I can see like the show like just blowing the yes, it's already yes, huge but I yes. can really see it going like super big it's so niche and yeah, unique and it's yes. so special so yeah like how in other ways how has it impacted your personal development and your self-discovery I learned a lot so I learned that I had to battle those little demons I had and I was like all right because I did this this is how I was feeling and Maybe I have to work on this. I had to work on myself. Mm-hmm. So that break that, that that breakup helped me with finding myself again. Mm-hmm. I thought I knew myself, and it wasn't that. And the podcast helped me. So all the people I interviewed, they always give me bits and tips on how mm-hmm. to work on myself. And because I always ask um, somebody going through a heartbreak or a breakup, what's some advice you would give them? And some of the advice works. Like there was something called a, a dump mm-hmm. where if you feel in some way, you dump it in your phone. Like you use the voice like note. A- Oh, just like Screaming a brain your phone, yeah. like get it out in your brain phone. dump. Oh, wow. Yeah. Brain I used dump. to do yes, like a, yes. a, a journal dump where I just yes. like write literally just mm-hmm. anything. And, and then, it don't even make sense. Why so just write and it all then out? Read it when you calm down, read it and be like, oh, yeah, I was bugging. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like <laughs> it actually sounds nuts. Yes, yes. Like I was so actually wilded. One of my guests told me that. I was like, oh, this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It was others that, um, what was another thing? Episode 50. I, it was a lot of gems in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, uh, uh, talking to people that's unbiased, so mm. I ran them in the street. So if I go walking and just telling somebody that's that don't know you your problems and get that advice mm. instead of your friends, mm-hmm. helped me a lot. Right. So what was the okay? Two things: the craziest story from your podcast. Like I'm Ooh. talking about, ne- like what is this? And it's then not also, even released. <laughs> okay, the one that has been released, and then I want to know the story that you learned the most from and like what was it that you learned from their actual story? So give me both of those. It wasn't the story. So episode 50, that's my favorite episode ever. Okay. is a men's coach. But the gems that he gives, like it is, you just got to listen to it. But his story, he's a white man too. Mm-hmm. The story just like, if you listen to it and how he speaks, helps you out and calms you and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And he's just giving a lot of gems. Um, another episode was the one that wasn't released is on my Patreon. Okay. Um, you can see that money doesn't help anything. So he was battling a lot of things. Like, like money doesn't help. He, was, he had money. Like your emotional, like, sort of, yes. like your emotional well-being. So a lot of guys would think like, oh, if I get on, if I get, if I get money, um, things would be all right. But in this situation, when you listen to the story, he had the money. Because literally people always think, oh my God, if I... If I get yes. to this amount of money, like I'm gonna be good, and mm-hmm. they spend their whole lives not being present and in yes. the moment. I'm exactly. really that—that's how I was last week when I was on the yeah. podcast talking all that sad shit. Like I literally was just thinking about, oh my god, like I should be here, I should be having this. But it's like you need to enjoy what you have in the moment because, like, yep. people who have hella money, like, are so, sad too. Yep. It's not about that. It's about like being in present. In that situation, his girl kept cheating, but he was like. Oh, but I'm working oh on my these jobs. God. We he have kept, cars. His we have girl a house. kept cheating on him and she, wait. Yeah, it's on my Patreon. I didn't release it because the guy died. Oh. So what happened was he was going to release a tape. Like he filmed himself um, putting his wife on blast. 
And I was like, I know him personally. So I was like, don't do it that way. Just come on my podcast but where you're not really bashing her. You're just telling your story. Yeah. He thought about it. And he did an episode. We filmed it. At, not filmed it. We recorded it. And um, he got back with her. And I think when he got back with her two weeks later, he tried to kill him. He tried to kill himself. Mm. But um, he was without oxygen for like eight minutes. And then he was a vegetable in the hospital. So he. And she pulled the plug. He tried to hang himself. Okay. And they caught him. Like, they caught him yeah. eight minutes in. And then, that is so. But at least. But like, he did. I was holding on to that episode for like a year. And I was like, you know what? You was holding on to it because. I didn't want to put. I know him personally. You just knew it wasn't right to put out. Like you knew it was out, too out of respect, intense. Or? Yeah, because out of respect, that's his wife, right? Oh, okay. And you could hear that she was, she basically mentally killed him. Yeah. So I didn't release it out to the public. I released it on Patreon. His family caught wind of it and he was like, yo, I'm glad you put it out because we didn't know what he was going through. Right. And that if you is... listen to the episode, he felt like money, his looks had to be right and she won't cheat and if you take good care of her. But what was missing was the time. Mm-hmm. He was working like five jobs and he never spent time with her. Mm-hmm. So she found somebody, an ain't shit dude. I can curse on you. Sorry. Yeah. Oh my oh. God. I've been cursing the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Ain't shit dude that had the time to spend with her. So... Yeah, so you learned that. Yeah. yeah. And during that episode, we like, yo, you need some help. Nah, I don't need some help. How you gonna tell somebody that helps other people that they need help? Like it was stuff like and that. Cause and all because he's like, I got I got money, I have yep. so his form of having he's like, I have my shit together. Yeah. I mean, I have money, but it's like, you know, you, there's other things you need to have mm-hmm. together. And that is huge. And also like dying. a huge deal just because you gave him and his family like closure yes. and a platform. Like that is really what the yeah. pot like that's bigger than like any amount of views, mm-hmm. any amount of really that, anything. That's what his sister I'm a crybaby, and that's gosh. His <laughs> sister was like, intense. "I'm glad he did this." It was like we never knew, and for him to like pull it all out there, yeah, it was a problem. Deep, it was deep. That's so yeah. deep. So I never released it to the public, but if you go on the Patreon and sign up, it's you gotta scroll down some. Yeah. Um, but that one, that that's was, what you learned like, a lot me, from. Yeah, like all. What it looks like online ain't what it is in, mm-hmm. in person. So how, the online thing, he showed the family a lot. Showed that he got a new car, house, all of these good things. But on the inside, that's not it what was, was happening. Terrible, yeah. And so we always say that and see that, but we still end up, you know, falling into those thought mm-hmm. patterns. Mm-hmm. We do need to be reminded of such. Like it, it's not all what it seems. Yes. Like the grass is not always greener. Like just love where you're exactly. at. Yeah. And you never know what people are going through and what they have going on. Exactly. Or, yeah. And that's, or yeah. what they had to, I feel like you told me this, like what they had to do to get to where they are. Exactly. Like you just don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So. Some girls be working 80 hours just to go to that trip. And right. It looks good on IG, but she's dying inside. Yeah. <laughs> like, it ain't worth yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, not so. worth it. Dang. So what's the, I guess, uh, like crazy, it can be crazy funny, oh, crazy um, just like what the fuck. It's uh, a lot of story. them. Oh, it's a lot of them. I think the one of her name is Stella Belafonte. She mm-hmm. tells like some of the best stories. Mm-hmm. Her first story was good. And it was like she dated this guy who was beating her ass. He wanted to become a fighter. And she he was like testing out, testing the moves out on her. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, not where I thought this was going. Yeah, he was learning karate and shit like that and was testing the moves out on her. Not kung was, fu fighting yeah. her ass. And then he became a champion like, in UFC. <laughs> the shit was crap. Like, I was like, you lying. And she was like, And I she am. let him? 
No, she it ended up she broke up with him. Wait, but he was abusive. Oh, so it was abuse. Yes, it wasn't yes, like it was, it was really. No, no, he was like doing the moves on her, but it was a like, she was he was abusing her at the okay, same time. Okay, okay, okay. She didn't want know. that done to her. Okay, like, no, he, I thought it was like she was like, just like, oh, okay. Hell no, no. he was learning like kung fu karate. But chops he was doing that was shit on her. her. Yes, yes. Like in private when it was yeah. like, okay, no. And she was taking those beatings, but that's insane. He later became a champion in UFC. I didn't mean to laugh at that. I was laughing. Okay. I was like, this is nuts. <laughs> was she laughing? Like, what was she, she saying? She she could laugh at it now. Now, okay. But she was like, she looked, she randomly looked him up. Like, I wonder what he's doing. Yeah. And this nigga's a champion. Yeah. And now he literally <laughs> yes. is. Oh, well, like, she not, looked him up right. He's like, oh, not he. Yeah. So he, probably, he was practicing on her. Yep. Yo, I was That's dying. Actually, that was crazy. Not a UFC fighter. <laughs> Hey, yeah. That's actually wild. Yeah. Oh my god. Because so, he started out doing like a fight club. You ever seen Fight Club? Mm. Haven't oh, seen. So it was like an underground, like people that come from work and they go to underground and fight for money, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he started out doing that, mm-hmm. and then he was like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna take this serious. He was buying books on kung fu and and all types of stuff. And what he would That's learn, he'd be like, oh, shit. you could do this, is that? Yeah. Like roundhouse kick. <laughs> yeah. Do it on her. I wish a nigga would roundhouse kick on me. And he was like, um. Learn just like I could put you to sleep like this and yeah. doing it on her and yeah. Oh my god, that's actually hilarious. That's hilarious. It's sad that at the same time. That y'all need to check out the show. Obviously, yes. that's yes. that's that's all that I'm hearing right now. <laughs> so, do you think because you have men and women on the show, mm-hmm. do you think men and women view dating and love and breakups differently? Yes. Okay. Yes. Tell um, us what you think the the common differences. I'm going to put it simple. There's a Fonte line that says, a woman life is love and a man love is life. So it, I'm going to break it down. Mm. So men, we go out and we love outside. We love just all of that stuff. And women just love love. Like I do everything. Like, oh, I want this man to do this. And I want the romantic wedding and, and the the rich Asian you see right. that movie, the type rich, of wedding. Asians, we're yeah. not thinking about that. We're thinking about Very. like, oh, we're about to be lit with the drinks at. Yeah. Where the hoes at. Like we, yeah, so we love life and women love. Love, like, love. Yeah, their life is love. Like, okay, yeah. so say it, say it again. A woman love is, no, a woman life is love and mm-hmm. a man love is life. Yeah. Damn, I never heard that before. And Wild. I was like, basically, that's how it is. Like, yeah. when you, doing all these episodes, I'm like, damn, she really liked this guy. Like, he ain't really like it like that. Yeah, you, you, the you, signs you, you was there. Hear, yeah. You can tell. And then the man, he'd be like, yeah, I was just fucking these girls. Right. He'd be like, babe. That's how it would be. So what's that? So that brings me into like, what's another theme that you see in all of the stories, like, and what went wrong? Like, what are the red flags that you see that people like so clearly avoid? And mm-hmm. then when they, when you hear this story, like, you just hear them repeatedly in these different stories. I, like I, love, I feel like love bombing is one thing. Like when yeah. when someone is like so in your face, like mm-hmm. right in the beginning, I feel them. like that could be one. Um, not tackling some of the traumas they've been through prior. Mm. So a lot of my guests, they um, were just trial and error type of type of situations where they thought, oh, if we argue, that's love. That's a form of love. But that's, mm. that's toxic. That's, mm-hmm. that's not it. But there's early red flags that communication wasn't there or um, they didn't properly know how to date. They didn't know what love looked like. And it probably was a love Jones. And yeah. like, oh, if, if it's like this. So nobody really went into like the situation into knowing. Like either yeah. Emotionally, like, yes, like, what yes. do I need? What are my needs? What do they need? Mm-hmm. And, like, how to work through it. It's just yes. like, it's kind of like 
someone said this, what they say, it's like falling in love, it's like, like a wave washing over right, you. You're just right, standing right, in it, like drowning. Right. Instead of like intentionally choosing to be in it, which is when it actually does work out. Yes. It's like a, just a wave of it just drowning you and you just. Yep. So a lot it. of people don't walk in with the right tools. Mm-hmm. And due to us being young and our examples are from TV. Or right. Even what, due, I think even due to like, we're just now like, Getting on this whole healing thing, yeah, that's, yeah. like, new. Like, it used to be, you used to be looked at crazy. You, you say you're going therapy, to therapy. Yeah. Like, you, are you all right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially in the black community. Like, we're super late to, like, being keen to our mental health. Because we, we couldn't think about that type yep. of stuff. We had, to, we had yeah. other things to worry about. Right, right. Damn. So that's the, one of the common themes is just people now going in with the right tools mm-hmm. on how to love. And I ask that question every time. Like, where did you learn love? How did, what, what did that look like for you? And the answers be like... I don't know. They, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of times, movies and songs like yeah, me. Yeah, like so nothing. I was like, walking into things with trial yeah, and error. Right. What? And 30. I think that like breakups are natural and they mm-hmm. naturally happen. And what I did love is at the end, most of the people seem like they were better after. Yes. I think that when you're in a breakup, you don't think about that. But like now, after being, it took me two to be like, you know, even if whatever I'm whatever I'm in right now doesn't work out. Like I know that I'm going to be mm-hmm. even better than I was before. After It's exactly. like a part of the process. Yep, yep. Like, we shouldn't run away from pain. And even I think it's so beautiful to take a risk on love. That is just the, like the best part of living, mm-hmm. like just that feeling. So um, I used to be I afraid that. to start over. That mm-hmm. was my thing. Like this person got to know me. I told her all my deeper secrets. I got to do that again with somebody. Right, I used to hate it. Right. But I'm like, I'm good now. It's yeah. Like, all right. That's part of the process. I used to really be like anti being friends with an ex. Why? Until I got older. After a while, like I would talk to my exes and really I realized like how much you can learn from mm-hmm. about yourself mm-hmm. and become self-aware like through your ex. Like yes. I have a conversation with them. We talk about old stuff, new stuff, just like talk shit to each other. And really like it's a good like mirror to mm-hmm. yourself, like mm-hmm. talking to an ex. So I want to know, like, what is your view on being friends with It depends on exes. the ex. It, it depends mm-hmm. on how it ended, and it depends on the ex and yeah. the maturity. Because I'm friends with, let me see, I had, like, six exes. I'm friends with, like, two or three. And yeah. it's no... Wait, you've had how many exes? Like, six. Damn, like, actual girlfriends? I don't count the high school, but let me see. Three okay. guys, one, two, oh, yeah, you're older than three. me. Let me yeah. see. I forgot. So three adult relationships. Wait, I'm judging. One, two. <laughs> so I'm cool with like two out of the six. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, everything is, is Yeah, fine. and it brings so much clarity. You're able mm-hmm. to move forward in a good yeah. way. I don't think you should be like texting it, every day. or No, t- no, no, no. It's like no. Here check-ins. Like yeah, check-ins. or if I How see you, you yeah. like we're good. But I used to literally be like mad at my, ex, at my exes now for being mm-hmm. friends with their ex. I'd be like, why would you even mm-hmm. be talking to that girl? Like, right. But one of them, I got to, like, set the boundary. As you could tell, I could tell that she wants me as an adult, the adult version. Okay, yeah. I'm not the same. So she'd be trying to shoot a little shot. Yeah. Like, nah. (laughs) Yeah. What have you seen has been, like, the most reasons for breakups? Cheating. Okay. Financial. Well, financial is is up. It's, like, third. Mm -hmm. So cheating and abuse is the top two. Oh, wow. Okay. Those are the top two. And then the financial thing is third. Financial, like someone's making more than the yeah, other? Yeah, somebody's broke. And okay. They, 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 yeah. They waved you? Yeah. No, oh. they didn't. She's just walking through. All right. Yeah. Um, financial was like the last thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the guy's broke or they live a situation ain't right and mm-hmm. it tarnishes the relationship. Yeah. I'm not in a relationship right now, but I'm so scared, <laughs> fearful for my next one. Not because of like, I'm going to get my heart broken, 
But now I'm realizing how much a relationship can change the trajectory of your mm-hmm. life. Like, yeah. it can literally, you can go up or you can go backwards. You can go but it shouldn't sideways. Be like that. It, it Why? Because you should just be stable in yourself. Or? Yeah, everybody, you got to come as one. Come as yourself. Yeah. Either you add into it or you it's level. It's, yeah. it's, level, it's, it's level plane. Yeah. So. I think that maybe before for me, like, being a people pleaser. And I think that I just kind of swayed with. Whatever, which I think I'll tell the story. I'll tell this story on your uh, on your this show. Is the like, situation this, show? Yeah, th- no, this is the actual ex that I think I'm gonna tell on your show. Okay. He, we definitely weren't meant to be together. Nothing like that. And like, it literally changed. I think so, which probably isn't right. The way that my life went, like it slowed it down to me is what I think. Like I can see in that. a sense, a lot of and, women, yeah, do that. And yeah. you know, Drea says this all the time. Drea talks about how like. She always thinks that there might be like better out there for her. And mm-hmm. she's kind of nervous. It's like, okay, like the man that you decide to marry and attach yourself to, like, that's your livelihood lineage. Like, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. literally, you're attaching yourself to someone who, like, your kids, kids, and kids, and kids. So to me, it's such, such an, like, uh. It should be a reflection of yourself, too. That's true. I'll be meeting girls. I'm like, yeah, I can't. If I die, you ain't gonna hold nothing down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. So, like, um, my friend said something like, he was like, she could never be the matriarch of my lineage. And I was like, damn. Yeah, you just be, I, I know, I could see it now. I was like, like not, that dumb. is deep. It's <laughs> like, yes, yeah, she couldn't be that. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I know now. Like, I'm older, so I could, I could see it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This ain't it. Like, yeah. I'll be like a Gucci, like a Gucci man went to jail, left his girl money, and she came mm-hmm. back with more money. Mm-hmm. I want something like that. Like, mm-hmm. you gonna hold it down. But. Right. So, so you don't think that. We should have a fear. Mm-mm. We shouldn't, of course. We should have no fear. Yeah. But you come I will as be you verbal are, and say. That person come as they are. And if yeah. he's not adding to your, your plate, it, it, you don't want nobody taking from your plate. Right. So it should be level playing or that's it. Or, yeah. or adding to it. Or walking away. Yeah. So what I l- love to end the show with always is like what has been bringing you peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be through your relationship. It could be mm. now. It could be like anime. It could be like. You know, what you ate, it could be anything. Like, what has been currently... I love that. I love that. I learned... Once I learned how to be by myself, it was a wrap. Yeah. So I take myself out on dates, and I take myself out to explore the city. Mm-hmm. And, and just... It's, it's, I don't know. I love it. It's just... It's, it find, I find peace. Just going to yeah. a park and yeah. sitting there, going to a jazz uh, restaurant mm-hmm. where they're playing live music and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I learned how to be, like, alone. I, and just, like, it just, it just feels good. Yes. Just be with your yes. own thoughts. And I always tell them also what I, what's bringing me solitude, not solitude, what's, what's bringing me peace of mind as of lately. Me and my family have been having these like Sunday talks where mm-hmm. we all just like do like a mental check-in. Like me, my, my, like my mom, my dad, my brothers. And we just all kind of go around the table or on the phone and say like what we're going through, yeah, yeah. what's coming up, how that we're feeling, well, yes. you know, how we can support each other. And at first I was like, uh, like, okay, y'all, <laughs> like it just felt kind of heavy, mm-hmm. but it really was like, okay, I'm really getting to connect with my family. They're yeah. not here. They're in Houston. My brother's like in New Mexico. Everyone's all over the place. So it's a way for us to connect and also reminds me like when I feel alone, it's like, oh, I'm really not like yeah. ever alone. That's like dope. I have a solid That's ass dope. family. But okay, thank you so much, yes. Llama from Views of an yes. X podcast. We're gonna def- like, I did half of what I had on this thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, Let's great conversation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming. Thanks for setting up Anytime. and just being yes. like a great creator and like now friend. So thank you. Yay! You're welcome. All right, Woo! So ready? Yeah.